When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. Bengals are now 5-5 five and five on the season with one AFC win and no wins in the division. Not the toughest schedule in the world the rest of the way, but they do have both Pittsburgh games left. They do have a road game in Kansas City. They've got a Cleveland game left, Indianapolis, Minnesota. Feels like they probably have to go 5-2 and two down the stretch to have a shot, and we don't know the severity of Joe Burrow's injury. So it feels like the Bengals' season is over. I agree with that 100%. Um, it's crazy that uh, we're not even to Thanksgiving, and two of the biggest threats to the Chiefs and two of the most serious contenders in the eyes of many, especially the Bengals for me, less so the Bills, but both of those teams look like they are on life support right now. And I would say even more so Cincinnati, even though they beat Buffalo head-to-head, because this Burrow thing does not look good and now I think it calls into question all the circumstances around it. And we're, we're we're taping right now without hearing Zach Taylor after the game. But my guess is he's going to get asked about Burrow's pre-existing hand injury that the Bengals hid repeatedly. There was a there was a tweet that went out with a picture of Burrow in practice attire with a brace on his hand, a wrap on his hand. They deleted it after there were questions about it. And then Amazon kept showing him getting off the team plane with with something on his hand. So it was aggravated in this game. He never showed up on an injury report. With all the sports betting stuff out there, you think we would have liked to have known that information, Danny? That Joe Burrow was less than 100%? It's a huge issue. It's a huge issue. Because, so Mitchell Schwartz played for the Chiefs was an all-pro right tackle. He's a super smart guy. He's casually involved in media, but he live tweets a lot of stuff. And he was like, he was making the, the counterpoint. He's like, oh, wow, a guy wearing a compression sleeve on a flight to reduce swelling, uh, what a not a big deal. Would you really have not bet the Bengals if they would have said hand injury but full participant in practice, but he was just on the injury report? So I'll, he's like – players are not 100% all the time. Everybody that played in this game at this point in the season is not 100%. So I see the argument that he's making, but Joe Burrow basically couldn't throw the football. That was not some sort of minor injury. 
that was happening, and they were clearly trying to hide something. I don't really know why. If they were going to play him, what is the, what are they going? The Ravens going to do? They're going to target his hand. He's the quarterback. They're always trying to hit his throwing arm. So I don't really understand what the Bengals thought they were gaining in this situation, but it's obviously an issue that the league needs to investigate. Yeah, I think they're going to use plausible deniability because there aren't really many real practices on a short week. And so they're going to try to, I think, deny it in that way. Right, but, that's right. For thir- for Thursday games when they just do walkthroughs, they're just like estimates as to what they right. would be if they but, played. But still, I mean, now I think there's enough smoke around this where uh, I think the NFL will demand answers and they want transparency on these things because of all the money now that's tied into the sports betting stuff. But that, 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 that sidetracks from the bigger deal here, which is they are, to me, because of what they've done in previous playoff runs, so dangerous, even as a road team, nobody would want to play them in the wild card round. And I think even NFC teams, even teams like the Eagles and 49ers let out a sigh of relief when this result came in tonight because uh, it takes it takes a real threat, in my opinion, pretty much out of the field. You don't have to worry about them anymore. They don't have any tiebreakers. They haven't won a single division game yet this year. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's a must-win spot for them with extra rest against your Steelers and if Burrow plays and they get that win and they get to six and five and he plays, I think that we have to say that they are still on life support, but it's looking bad quickly on the, on the Ravens. That hip drop tackle on Mark, Mark Andrews. Odo Beckham looked amazing tonight and then got hurt. I know. And then he got hurt as well. It just felt like this game. We were really robbed of what could have been a classic. Ravens, though, man, like I don't know how much like it's almost like we have to give them an asterisk because of what happened with Burrow. Correct. But the one, but the one thing I'll say, next gen stats put out the numbers on uh Stevens, who shadowed Jamar Chase for like 70% of his routes, did a great job on him. Like they their their defense has been remarkable this year. And I know there's no burrow for the vast majority of the game. So it's not as impressive in that spot. I understand that, but that was a pretty impressive defensive performance. And Lamar continues to play very, very, very well. And Odell Beckham looked close to being vintage over a hundred yards tonight. I thought they were asking for it with him. Even after he got hurt early in the game, he kept running And there were a couple, I think, scares with that as the game went on where you'd see him get tackled low again. And if you're a Ravens fan, you hold your breath. So, hey, you know, it's their turn probably to get some injury luck, especially at quarterback with two division quarterbacks now going down. Uh, It's a win for the Ravens that I think does make them squarely now the favorites to win the AFC North. And, right, Lamar, and, and Lamar still, like, I mean, that's a very good performance for his continuing MVP candidacy, candidacy. 260 passing yards, two passing touchdowns, 50, 60 rushing yards. Like, that's it's a very good game for Lamar. Let's get to the games. All right. To me, I started with Jets and Bills here because it's not the biggest game of the week, but it's the biggest story. I think it's an even bigger story than Watson because they fire a coordinator midseason, and we haven't talked – about the Monday night game, we we haven't discussed that. The way that they lost and their reaction to the way they lost to Denver is to fire uh, Josh Allen's coach. 
Danny, your thoughts? I mean, scapegoat. It, it, obviously. Now, what we don't know is if Ken Dorsey and Josh Allen do not get along. If there is, if if Josh Allen had some sort of, of say in this, that he prefers Joe Brady in his ear, has not been reported yet. McDermott kind of hinted at it when he backed the bus up over Dorsey, saying, you know, they had to figure out a way to unlock the confidence uh, in Josh Allen, seemingly uh, tying that to coaching. But they had four turnovers in that game. Two of them were fumbles. Dorsey is not calling the let's fumble the ball play. They were over seven yards per play in that game. If there's not 12 men on the field, is Dorsey still fired the next day? No, of course not. So I find I find that part of it to be ridiculous, frankly. And what I will say, though, is it's a reason why a team like the one I cover, the Bears, was so insane to hire a guy like Matt Eberflus because this it's very hard to develop a rookie quarterback and turn him into a star. There's a million landmines along the way. The Bills did it with a defensive coach and Brian Dable. Brian Dable then has the ultimate success, gets a head coaching job, and now you throw another landmine in front of your quarterback, and it ends up being partially to blame, fully to blame, we don't know, but clearly partly to blame for Josh Allen's struggles this year. And it's just so unnecessary uh, to do if you're trying to develop a court. If you've got Brady, if you've got Peyton Manning, if you've got Aaron Rodgers, fine. They are the system. But if you're developing a young quarterback with a defensive head coach, it seems insane to me. Uh, I would say of the move, bad process, but good result. I think Buffalo needed something like this. I think without this move, they definitely don't make the playoffs. I still don't expect it to happen, but I think it has a chance to wake them up. Something's got to snap them out of this. And firing a, a play caller and a, a top lieutenant, I think, has a chance to do that. Um, I think we could look back on that 12 men on the field penalty, and it's the best thing that happened to Buffalo this season. Because I agree with you, without it, they don't they don't win the game and fire the offensive coordinator. So he did get scapegoated, but sometimes you need to scapegoat someone in order to get the change you want and to get the results you want. So I think I think for Josh Allen, you know, it's it rattles his cage. It's it it really in a way is you can't fire him. So it's how about firing McDermott? Uh, and, and they're a top Ken, 10 scoring team in the league and promoting Ken Dorsey to head coach. Sure. They're a top 10 defense too. I, he I'm just saying plays. I'm just saying it, it, it just felt ridiculous. They, the whole, sure. Maybe you have to scapegoat somebody. I just, and life isn't fair, big boy football, but no one has really been able to connect the dots for Josh Allen's turnover problems to Ken Dorsey. No one has been able to successfully make that case to me uh, in any of the reporting around this. So I just, I think that their their roster is flawed and they turn the ball over. And frankly, they've had some bad late game luck, but you know, I'm sure he'll end up being fine. But I just, I thought that that was just such a clear case of scapegoating a guy. 
Uh, Eagles and Chiefs, we then go to the best game of the week. Classic question here. Who do you like and why? I like the Eagles. Uh, I like Philly here. Yeah, I do. Very small line. So the odds makers are giving them, you know, more than a puncher's chance in this game as they should a Super Bowl rematch. That was such a classic game and the Eagles were in it all along. Um, Man, I just now got to see. Well, let me start with this. The biggest question I have in this game is the Chiefs offensive line against the Eagles front. That's where I'm at. And I know you've talked about the secondary problems with the Eagles, and I think they're I think it's valid. But for all the money that Kansas City's invested in their offensive line, I haven't seen really I'm I'm gonna say good play from that unit this year. And this is to me about as big of a test as you'll get what the Eagles are able to do with their defensive line with Jalen Carter and company. So I like Philly. I think the Chiefs offense still just doesn't seem right. It hasn't clicked. And I think that continues against pound for pound, one of the best teams in the NFL. Wow. Um, listen, I mean, obviously either team can win. It's a two and a half point spread. These are two of the five best teams in, in the NFL Super Bowl rematch. Like you said, you are going up against, you are going against two significant trends that I actually do think are relevant. Andy Reid, 27 and a 27 and 11 straight up when his team has more than 10 days rest. Obviously they're coming off the bye here. He's legendary off the bye, but so is Philly, which helps though. I mean, that kind of, to me, evens things out. They get the same break. Good scheduling job by the NFL here with that. Pat Mahomes as a three point favorite or less 15, four and one against the spread. The Chiefs have been historically bad against the spread when Mahomes has been there because they're always having to cover such big numbers and they seem to play down to their opponents, play down to their level of competition. Uh, this is not a game where they could possibly sleepwalk through sure. or take for granted or anything like that. It's Arrowhead at night off a bye with Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes as a small favorite with people picking the team against him. Uh, I will I will side with the Chiefs in this spot. And, you know, listen, man, I mean, I don't know. Joe Thune, Creed Humphrey, Chiefs offensive line has been pretty good overall. The tackles Maybe. have been good? The tackles have been questionable. The, okay. ta- the, ta- the, ta- the interior has been better than the tackles, no question. But I think the – I think that they should be able to protect Mahomes enough. Uh, and talk about storylines, man. The Kelseys are meeting the Swifts. That's pretty good. Yeah, That's I can't good. wait to see the graphic where here are his stats when she's there. And Dude, but I mean, Mama Kelsey, Mama Swift, Papa Kelsey, Papa Swift, back from Argentina, in the booth, the New Heights podcast, brothers. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be excellent. All right. No more comments from me on that one. 